0: You are listening to Big and Smalls Make the Call Podcast.
1: All right, it is week seven, Big and Smalls back at you. How are you doing today, Big?
0: I'm pretty good, and just to let our listeners know, we had some technical difficulties in week six, so uh, we apologize for not putting an episode out last week, but uh What a week week six was and what a week week seven coming up is. Yeah,
1: I mean, I just heard you say you're feeling good, which is shocking because I expected you to come in crying today. (laughs) Listen, I had us
0: pegged at 11 and five, Mm -hmm. maybe 10 and six, as long as we win the division. I've told you this.
1: You have, yes. As long
0: as we win the division, playoffs is a new season.
1: Are you winning the division right now, though? Just we're checking. not winning
0: the division right now. <laughs> Who's are, winning? We are <laughs> both bears. behind the bears. Which uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Skyler or Biggs has been saying that Chicago's defense was gonna pick it up when Foles got in there.
1: Well, wow. <clears throat> you also said in the beginning of the season, that you weren't sure who Chicago is. So I always have to check in with you and see if you know yet who people are.
0: Ever, <laughs> I, just gotta keep up. I, I mean, did say that they are a contender okay. in our Pretender Contender segment. You so did. Yes. with that being said, bottom feeder, because where is the Vikings right now?
1: I really don't. In I don't care. the
0: garbage
1: Listen. Can. They, they're exactly where they belong. They're in perfect position to get a high draft pick. I'll be upset if they start winning games because what are you trying to prove at this point? Well, I mean... No, no really. How what? many years does what? Kirk
0: have left on that contract?
1: He's there for one more year. One
0: more year at least, right?
1: Right, but there are potential buyout options. Yeah, I mean, expensive. It's expensive, yes. Yeah. But still, I mean, it begs the question if... I don't know if you watched the game last week. Atlanta was 0-5 I mean, coming into that Atlanta game. Atlanta played tough. <laughs> they did. They played tough. Anyway, they don't deserve <laughs> more than two minutes of this podcast. So yeah. I'm gonna I mean,
0: I feel like there. neither one of us really have a leg to stand on, no. even though we're at 4-1 and one and probably still considered one of the better quarterbacks in the league yeah. on my team. I don't feel all that great about Green Bay and the potential at the moment. Yeah. But as long as we win the division, yeah, I'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that's if we're going to talk about Green Bay later. I want to get your thoughts on that performance.
0: Oh.
1: Uh, but there is some newer news, um, really devastating news. Dak Prescott, as you know, had a pretty significant injury two weeks ago. We didn't get to cover it last week, but man.
0: Yeah, it, a, it was gruesome shame. to even watch. Yeah. I watched it on replay several times. Yeah. Um it was hard to watch um it it was also hard considering you know he loses his mom in college he lost his brother just a few months ago you know and then he loses his dream job basically i mean he's done for a while this isn't something he's just going to come back from um there is potential for him to come back he's young he's athletic uh cowboys probably have one of the better training facilities in the nfl yeah um look at alex smith I mean, how gruesome that leg injury was. Teddy Bridgewater, how yeah. injury, how gruesome that was. And they both came back. They're both starting now. They're both playing good football. Yeah. Uh, potential for Dak to come back high. But mm-hmm. question really is, and I know it's on everybody's mind, will he come back as a Cowboy?
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. I think there was a lot of talk the night of his injury about – the decision to do the franchise tag right. and how that how they never really worked out a deal with Dak yep. and is there a regret around that now at this point? The thing is, you know, you have to look at what Dak proved so far in the beginning of the season. He's still, actually to this week, he's still lead, leading the league in passing yards now. Mm. I know how you feel about yeah. those yards.
0: Dink and dunk Dak. I, them, them rack yards for them wide receivers are outstanding.
1: Well, let's just say I think that Regardless of where Dak ends up when he returns, I think he's going to be successful. I think he has a market now because of how well he did so far this year before the injury. I think he really showed people that had doubts what he's capable of. And you see the absence of Dak this week and what that did for the, for the team. I mean, Zeke was fumbling the ball left and right. Yeah. Um it, it, it's just
0: and that re- that part's really sad too because Zeke is supposed to be the guy. He's yeah. supposed to be he got Dak's contract, you know, right. and the Cowboys still can franchise Dak yeah. for one more year. Yep. So again, like I said, they tag him next year, they get him paid, he gets his money, but then what? Then he comes out of 2021 with what prospects? Right. Um it's hard to say. You come off an injury year, Teddy Bridgewater got traded after his injury. Right. You know, and it took him two teams bouncing around in a few years before he found a starting job with a new head coach and a rebuilding team. Yeah. And it's not a great situation for Teddy, even though he's he's a pretty damn good quarterback. Um, I hope that Jerry takes care of Dak. Yeah. Uh, it would be foolish not to. He's young. He's a good, you know. He's comparison. He's good like Romo. You know, he's he's yeah. he's Romo esque. Sad to say, Romo never won any. You know anything significant, right? but he did keep the franchise moving in the right direction. I think Dak does the same thing. Dallas has a lot of holes, a lot of exactly. things that they need to yeah. fill up, and getting rid of your franchise quarterback would not be a very smart move on Jerry Jones's, you know.
1: No, it w- would it be smart? No, but, I mean, they're going to run out of money. Um, part of the decision to pay Zeke what they did was acknowledging that it's going to make it more difficult than to give – somebody like Dak, a significant yep. contract with a big payday we'll see what happens as far as his recovery and how he does with that the the piece of good news i think that came out of the surgery was you know at least to present day he he hasn't had um any infections
0: when yeah and that's really what put alex Smith yes, in the in and yeah. teddy, teddy bridgewater in the bad positions that they yeah. were was because their their legs got infected um
1: yeah, Alex Smith had like 17 surgeries, yeah. which is insane. Incredible
0: that he's even on a football field at this right. moment. So yeah,
1: so I don't know. It'll be interesting um, to see come next season what really happens with Dak's future. As of now, um, we're talking about Dallas's outlook, right? So they lose Dak, they turn around the next week, and I actually picked Dallas to win because sometimes when something devastating happens in an environment like that it's almost like the players rally together and they play hard for their teammate so i really sort of expected that to play out you yeah. know something similar to that scenario
0: here's here's my but, outlook on Dallas right now i don't think they're going to win the east i really don't and here's why zeke had an opportunity on monday night to take lead take charge go out there and yeah. at least Show the team, okay. Dak's gone. I'm gonna put the team on my back and let's go do what we gotta do. Instead, he coughs up the ball twice early. Yeah, um, was pretty ineffective overall. Uh Andy Dalton turns around, he he's got a couple of uh turnovers himself. Yeah. Andy Dalton comes from a losing culture, he came from the Bengals. They what yeah. did they ever do? What did he ever do with in Cincinnati? I he threw a lot of yards and a lot of yeah. touchdowns. But he was the only thing they had.
1: No, and, and that's at, a, at that's that position, point. yeah,
0: he comes from a losing mentality, a losing culture. McCarthy, he's just back in the league after basically being shipped out of Green Bay because mm-hmm. he couldn't get it done. Um, not necessarily a losing culture because we were playoff eligible, yeah. I think, every year but one year under his tenure, we won a Super Bowl with him. It wasn't a losing culture, but he got shipped out because he couldn't win. Um, when it mattered. So, and then you look around now, there's some dissent in the locker room. The coach's fault, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Players don't want to take accountability for their, their own ineffectiveness on the football yeah. field. The Mike McCarthy wasn't fumbling the ball. Um, the defensive coordinator wasn't out there letting, t- you know, Kyler Murray run all over the field. And
1: no, I mean, you, know, you could make a solid argument for play calling and how that affects the game. Oh yeah. The, the fact of the matter is one, there's way too much pressure on, on uh, Zeke. Okay, he can't carry the weight of the world on his shoulders, but he
0: got paid.
1: I understand to carry yeah.
0: the weight of I, the Dallas, I, Cowboys. and I get
1: that point. But when you're playing with a backup quarterback for the yeah. first time, and teams know that it's you're gonna be run heavy, and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna count on Zeke to carry you. the load, they can game plan pretty effectively against that, and that's exactly what they did. Now, a lot of the Cardinals. Um, points came off of those turnovers.
0: That uh defense for Arizona. I'm pretty impressed with that defense they looked to be good honest that, with you. They
1: did look good that they week. look yeah. they
0: look pretty good. They look like the same defense that they had on their Super Bowl run.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they look pretty good right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so credit to them. Plus Dallas's defense can't stop shit.
1: Well, they they're falling can't apart. Stop yeah.
0: Anything. There's nothing. They're so
1: plagued by injuries and um a series of unfortunate events, we right. call it. Uh so you're absolutely right. Yep. It's there's a really good chance that the one team who we thought was like a shoe-in right. in the NFC. The most talent won't
0: on be. paper. Yeah. I just I think at the end of the day, I can't even call who's gonna win it. Yeah, but I just don't see Dallas pulling it out right now because yeah. you got a lot of broken pieces and I think Dak was the glue that was holding that broken ship apart you know together yeah he
1: was the leader he He was was what
0: he was the voice no matter what okay you didn't pay me I'm just gonna go lead the league in yards how I do it is irregardless I'm just you don't want to pay me I'm gonna show you why you should pay me right he's gone that voice is gone that voice in the huddle is gone I hope somebody steps up. There's way too much talent on that team. The wide receiving core is great. You know, Zeke is good running back. I'm not going to say he's not. He got a little case of the fumbles. But overall, that team is a pretty good team on paper. That defense is paper thin, though. It is Charmin Soft.
1: Well they're gonna have to fix some of the problems on the yeah, O line too because absolutely. they have a, a lot of young starters now on the O line yeah, and I that's not Zach gonna Martin
0: help. suffered a concussion in uh, yeah. Monday night games. And he so
1: was the I think he was the last of their original the starters last on of the that, line. Yeah. That,
0: you know, great offensive line they had because Tyron Smith, you know, pulled out and yeah, you know, so it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle for Dallas. And I just I don't think Andy Dalton's the guy that's gonna be able to take them there.
1: Well, I'm just gonna say it right now. He's a a veteran quarterback. He is is not new to the league. Right. He has some success behind his belt, and I know to your point, he played on a shitty team in the Mm. past. He has a lot of weapons now. He needs to step up, and he needs to do better. I mean, he
0: did enough to win some games with AJ Green, right? Pretty much his whole career, right? But that's
1: just Chad Johnson in
0: the beginning of his career. AJ, you know, AJ Green. Then later, but he's got a three headed monster in the receiving core in Dallas right now. Yep. They, they're good. They're good receivers. So yep. um it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I just I don't see it happening for Dallas. I, I think um as crazy as it sounds I think Philly's gonna have to no win in the I, I don't
1: think that sounds crazy
0: I at just, all <laughs> I, I and we'll talk yeah. about philly later but I just I think that um I think Carson Wentz is just a different animal with nothing. Yeah nothing.
1: Yeah
0: I know they got Smacked by Baltimore, but they also came back in the second half oh, yeah, of that they game. Almost, yeah, with nothing. Yeah. it's insane the amount of yeah. injuries that they have and no name starters from no name colleges. You know, playing football and Wentz is just trying to get it done out there.
1: I feel like that is the storyline <sighs> for the Eagles year after year. Is that the they, last
0: three years? They yeah, don't have absolutely any
1: stars in the skilled positions and somehow they manage to stay relevant right. as a competitor now you're in the worst division in, in the football. entire league yeah. so that keeps you hanging around mm. for sure and then it also gives that ammunition when you see teams like Dallas struggling you see a team in Washington that makes Probably the dumbest decision I've see it I've ever seen a coach make by going for two instead of kicking the extra point to end and the game and go to overtime. Yeah, like it. I mean, when it get, speaks to this, st- yeah. the stupidity yeah. in that organization, which I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. You already know that, really. Yeah,
0: I, I think the East. I think the East Division winner is probably going to be a seven and nine team. Yeah, it's it's not a. It's not an absolute foregone conclusion. Well, with Philly, it would be seven, eight, and one, which would technically, because they would have one less loss in that column, their loss column makes them 500 because of that tie. Right. If they go seven, eight, and one.
1: Yeah. And they get home field advantage, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. They shouldn't. But that's but not they would they, because they're
0: a division winner. Right, exactly. So, yep.
1: So yeah, it's insane. I'm gonna say this keys to success for Dallas, if there are any better game planning. The coaches need to step up and they need to look at who they have, still healthy, yeah, not be looking in the back. I agree. A Dak being gone and call better plays around the players that you do have. Well,
0: good luck because I'm aware of who their head coach is. Well, good. Right luck.
1: Yeah. So better play calls and Andy Dalton needs to step up. So we'll see if they get the job done this coming week. All right. So the Seahawks are looking at acquiring Antonio Brown, if possible, which is he's Antonio Brown's been relatively quiet and his eight week suspension, I think is finally up.
0: I think somebody finally got in that boy's ear. Yeah. I think somebody finally said, listen, man, Mm -hmm. you could make money. If you stop acting like a child, right. you may not look at it that way, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning of your career, but you're on the tail end. Wide receivers don't stay elite forever. It's very few and far between.
1: You look around the league
0: mm-hmm. and there's not very many older elite wide receivers. I don't think Antonio Brown's real old, but he's creeping up on that 30 mark, yeah. I believe.
1: Unless you're Fitzgerald, however, Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have the same speed that he once did. No. I mean, he's, right. he's still a great receiver, but yeah. you lose some of that skill so, over time.
0: I'm hoping that Antonio Brown can finally keep his mouth shut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um stop the childish immature stuff. You know, I don't have an issue with players speaking out about things on their mind. You're a player, you have a platform, and mm-hmm. that's okay with me. But some of his antics were just childish, immature, yeah. you know, whether it be from, you know, they, they had uh, alluded to some depression issues, you know, probably based off of some concussion issues. And we both are aware of the possibilities of those yeah. things happening. And, and I get it. But um, it, it feels like somebody finally got in his ear and said, like, listen. You need to chill out. You need to relax. You got an opportunity in front of you (laughs) with a team that's really good, currently undefeated, working out with Russ over the summer, as you were saying. So it's a good – I think it's a good fit. Uh, Pete Carroll has a history with players who are um, outspoken, who Mm -hmm. are um, not necessarily antic-bound. You know, they don't do a lot of immature stuff, Mm -hmm. but they hit headlines, Marshawn Lynch – uh, the Bennett brothers, I believe you have both of them, correct?
1: Uh, I don't remember if they had
0: both or not. At least, um, which one was it? The defensive lineman, uh, Richard Sherman, um, well, yeah. Earl Thomas. I mean, we've seen how that played out, but Earl Thomas is a big personality. Yeah. Uh, Cam Chancellor at one time was it. So Pete Carroll's, you know, and he had Reggie Bush in college. So he's he's a good fit for big personality players. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Well, he's going to have a low tolerance for that kind of behavior. Right, exactly. And so that'll right the ship, I think, in a lot of ways. I do agree he's a good fit in terms of the coaching um, player relationship. I don't see how he's a good fit in terms of what that team needs. They've already got a lot of weapons at the wide receiving position. They've got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Um, they're performing really well right now in offense. Yeah. defense is more their issue. So I wonder if they bring in somebody like Antonio Brown is he gonna be another diva like Stefan Diggs when he doesn't get enough targets right. and when you have that many weapons, the reality is it's a team mentality. It's not about you right. it's not about your performance. I think
0: that's the I think that's the the test, the challenge in front mm-hmm. of him. Um, you're right Seattle's defense is not elite. At all. Mm -hmm. They almost lost this weekend. But I think the mentality with Pete Carroll is, is if we can't stop them, we're going to have to outscore them. And to outscore them, you put together Metcalf, Lockett, and now Antonio Brown. That's a nightmare scenario for a defense. Because not only do you have to account for all three of these individuals who have their own set of elite skills, how are you going to then contain Russ and the running game You know, their running game hasn't been on fire, but it's been been good good enough to give the defense something to think about. Not Mm -hmm. that Russell Wilson throwing or running on you isn't enough. Right. Now you got this three-headed monster at the wide receiving core, a half-decent run game. Maybe you don't need a good defense. Maybe you just need to outscore everybody. Yeah. You know? You just need the defense to manage the game. Don't let it get too crazy. Maybe yeah. get a turnover here and there.
1: Well, and when your offense stays on the field for long periods of time, that takes away from the other team being on offense. Correct. So it exactly. gives your defense a breather. Yep. So I think you have more. A good defense is a great
0: offense. Maybe is the new philosophy in Seattle. So, um If he doesn't catch one in Seattle, I know there's a slew of other teams that would be looking to add him because – Let's be honest, elite wide receivers are hard to come by in the NFL. And if you're a team like New Orleans, Mm -hmm. Drew's on the ass end of his career. He needs to win a title if he's going to win one. You know, uh, adding a, a big personality like him with Sean Payton down there in New Orleans would be ideal. You know, God, stay away from the Jets. Don't go anywhere near <laughs> that team.
1: I don't uh, think he the has Browns,
0: I mean, good God, could you imagine Antonio Brown and OBJ on the same no. team? Um, I don't think their coaching staff is ready for that. So I think if Antonio Brown stays out of trouble, he's going to have to go to a team with a strong head coach, mm-hmm. with a quarterback who's level-headed, who's a leader, and, you know, just – He's going to have to realize that he's not king shit right now. He's going to have to go out Already. there and earn it. He needs he's to make to a new name it.
1: for himself. Correct. We keep calling him elite, but is he really anymore? I don't know. Oh, There's I mean, a, I don't
0: know if he is anymore. When he left the game, he, he was absolutely he But was so absolutely was somebody
1: elite. like Le'Veon Bell who decided to pull a very similar stunt and then landed himself now. Well,
0: I mean, if, we'll see because the situation in, in New York right now with the Jets and Adam Gase, okay, I mean – You look at Adam Gase, he was the same coach who was coaching Ryan Tannehill, who Mm -hmm. couldn't win a game in Miami and now is leading Tennessee in an undefeated season. Mm -hmm. Lev Bell, before the Jets with Adam Gase, was a pretty damn good running back for Pittsburgh. Can he revert to that now that he's been signed by Kansas City? So I I think at the end of the day, like I said, Antonio Brown's going to have to land somewhere with a strong minded head coach who's used to dealing with big personalities and a leader at the quarterback position. If he can land somewhere there, and earn his way back in the NFL and show everybody what they've been missing, I think you get the old Antonio Brown back.
1: Possibly. Well, and speaking of Le'Veon Bell, I mean, there's talk of him potentially beating out Clyde edwards helaire at the running back position. I mean, that wouldn't um, surprise me, though. No, it wouldn't. Would I mean, it really? I mean, he's no. kind
0: of been – he got, what, maybe seven games in two years? Yeah. With the Jets? I, he's he's robbed the bank in the, in New York right. of the Jets, you know. I, I can see it. I don't know how true that is. I mean, you gotta get the playbook and everything else. Right. You know, and Clyde's Clyde, doing Clyde's well. Clyde's a rookie. Yeah, but he's doing you know, well. How you know, how much does he grasp already? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um it's a pretty
1: good two hundred money But ago. I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. You got no worries now. I don't think you have any worries now. Yeah. At that position in, in Kansas City.
1: What about in Miami? Any concern over starting Tua and benching Fitzpatrick? I'm
0: honestly, I like the move. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know a lot of people see it as uh, messing with the flow. Uh, they're winning games. They're competitive. Fitzpatrick has always been a feisty quarterback. I mean, he's right. never really out of a game. Um, you've seen this man throw four picks, turn around, throw four touchdowns, and win in overtime. Right. Um Fitzpatrick has always been that kind of quarterback. I know today there was a report saying that it kind of broke his heart um right. that they because he felt like he had finally earned a team that he could lead um that was competitive, that they were winning, they were gelling. but I like the position they're putting to it in. They're coming off a bye week. they're winning. the team is gelling. What's the worst that happens?
1: Well, I mean, you know
0: what's the worst that happens? he goes out there, he underperforms. okay, he underperforms. But you got to break them in.
1: The timing of it, though, is interesting to me. I mean, Fitz Magic is inconsistent, and I think that's the root of the problem. He's had flashes of greatness for sure, but he's not consistent. So when you think about his future, I think it's dim in comparison to the rookie they drafted. Yeah. And so they're giving him the nod now. But my question is why? Like, what? Where did that decision come from? So, in my mind, feels abrupt because he did just win right. against the Jets. Do you um, feel like
0: maybe this is um, coming from the top?
1: It's possible. I mean, I'm not sure. And it sounds based on how he responded right. and, and saying that he's heartbroken over that decision, sounds like he didn't even see that coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, I think, would have had a more, and he's a very intelligent person. He's probably one of the smartest like athletes in the NFL. Oh yeah, he was in, he went
0: to Harvard. Yeah. I mean, he, he was he's very smart.
1: Right. So, had had he known this was part of the plan and that, you know, this the shift was going to happen when it did? I think his response would have spoke more to, well, this is the appropriate time, you know, and maybe more about like his desire to mentor and his, you know, support for the decision, but it seems like he was shocked.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite possible that, you know, the team owner came to the head coach or the GM came to the coach and was like, look, it's time, yeah. you know, we've won some games. Um, we're competitive, but we don't really see us winning the division. Get them in there, get them broken yeah. in. Um, they're a good football team. They're not beating out Buffalo and New England in right.
1: the East. Well, I mean, so, maybe New England, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't personally see it happening, but. Yeah. I don't see him making it to the playoffs even as competitive as they have been. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're pushing for breaking him in and and draft position. Um, you know, they got a lot of draft stock from the last couple of years, yeah. the trades they've made, uh, the free agents they've picked up for small contracts. They're kind of in position to make a, some big moves in yeah. the drafts this year, and maybe even in free agency. So Maybe that's part of the decision making. Who knows? But um if that if that is the case, I kind of feel um I feel good about the move because it, it obviously gets two in there, gets some acclimated right. to the game, the speed. But at the same time, you got to kind of wonder: like, did you just tell your team you don't care that you're not going to make the playoffs, right. and you're like draft positioning now? Yeah. Now you're playing for draft position. What are you? What are so you? So what is that yeah. going to do to the gel? What is yeah. that going to do to the cohesion of the other units? Um, You've already pulled Fitzpatrick out, who's a leader. Um, He's shown that. He can lead teams. And you put in an unproven rookie. What are you telling us? Like, you don't care where we land in the standings at the end of the year?
1: It Um, really depends on what the dynamic is like behind the scenes. So, in the locker room, are they looking for that new spark? Are they wanting change, you know, to kind of –
0: And you're not hearing nothing either. No. Which could be a good thing. Which could be a good thing. You know, outside of what Fitzpatrick said today, you don't really hear nothing from any other players, coaches. There's no reports coming out that, you know, anything crazy is going on in the locker room.
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of drama surrounding it other than, you know, it's unexpected for a lot of people and um, potentially unexpected for Fitzpatrick. So yeah, we'll see how Tua does. It'll be interesting.
0: So talking about, you know, the Dolphins and, Mm -hmm us starting out there. We briefly touched on Lev going to the Chiefs. Um, I said it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Chiefs kind of scare me because they get off to a slow start in the first half, and then they kind of pick it up when they've let you get 21 on them. Right. How vulnerable do you think the Chiefs are right
1: now? I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I wasn't concerned at all about their vulnerability when we talked a couple weeks ago. Um, and then they came out that next week, and they lost to the Raiders. Right which caught me by surprise. They've rebounded. They went out, they beat a good team. An undefeated
0: the, team. They, yeah, yeah. In the Buffalo
1: Bills. Yeah. So the concern is there. I just wonder what is the difference in the game? Like what, what causes the chiefs to derail? Is there a specific marker in their performance? I know it's not Pat Mahomes, right? So Pat Mahomes is still performing well. He's, he, you know, he did, he did, basically all that he could do in the Raiders game. I don't put that loss on him. So what is it? Where is their vulnerability at? Well, I think the, run, the run
0: defense is what hurt him in that Raiders game. Yep. Um, but then it kind of stepped up the following week against mm-hmm. the bills, mm-hmm. um, different kind of team, different style of play, different kind of different quarterback. Um, Josh Allen's got a bit of a better arm than Derek Carr does, I think, mm-hmm. and is probably more mobile. Um But put a hurt piece on the Bills. Mm -hmm. Um, Could have been the travel because they played in Kansas City. Um, Maybe they were overlooking the the Raiders a little bit, Mm -hmm. looking towards that Bills matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, That's possible. But um, I'm still concerned by how slow they start because their defense isn't consistent enough to rely on them Mm -hmm. to bail them out of bad spots. Is it chemistry? Is it, you know, lackadaisical attitude towards certain opponents like the Raiders? Maybe they didn't take them Mm -hmm. serious enough. Um, Is it a Super Bowl hangover that they're starting slow? Um, Maybe people have kind of figured out the offense a little bit, so they kind of scheme um, towards what they might think the first couple of scripted plays would be, which gets them out of rhythm. I mean, right. Andy Reid's notorious for having scripted plays to start games off, and that's usually what gets your quarterback going. Mm-hmm. He completes, you know, five, six passes. Your running back gets knocked around a couple times 10, 15, 20 yards of rushing, and everybody's ready to go. Now I'm, yep. you know, blood's pumping. I'm ready to go. Maybe they've, you know, the defenses that they've faced have been able to scheme them a little bit better and knocks them off their timing. Um, but we've seen this. It's notorious for them. They got yeah. down last year in the Super Bowl by 21, came back and won the game. Yeah. They blew them out. Right. I mean, in the second half, they blew them out. Um, It wasn't even close. I, I think I, I called 20, uh, 21 on them or 28 on them in the Super Bowl and lost the bet because they came back and they, they yeah. only won by 21. And I was like, well, they only won by 21. I mean, come on, give me some credit there. Right. But, yeah, I mean, they're – I think they'll be all right for the most part. I think they'll get through the AFC. I still haven't picked, um, regardless of anybody else in the league right now, I still haven't picked to be in the Super Bowl to represent the AFC. Over the Ravens? Absolutely, over yeah. the Ravens. Um, didn't they just beat the Ravens?
1: Yeah, but. Three weeks ago? Well. Uh,
0: Lamar isn't showing me anything any more impressive. I mean, he really yeah. he's really been pretty pedestrian lately this year.
1: You're, well, you're absolutely right. He's been very quiet uh, so in fantasy. So, if Tennessee. anybody was
0: going to challenge Kansas City right now. In the AFC? In the AFC. Tennessee. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, tough defenses, both mm-hmm. tough defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh's offense is a little more, I think, tailored towards Kansas City's defense, mm-hmm. their defensive ability. But... um I don't know who's stopping Derrick Henry. So yeah. good luck. And they've already shown against Josh Jacobs, they, they struggle against a good running back and a good running game. Right. Um, Derrick Henry's top of the league right now. You know, he's the best back in the league. Tennessee has the best running game in the league. So good luck stopping that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not really con- too concerned about Kansas City. Uh, I just wish they wouldn't leave so much on the table in the first half and have to play such catch up because eventually. <laughs> You're going right. to get too far behind, and you're going to lose a game.
1: We talked about that uh, a few weeks back, just about um, the fact that they they seem to struggle and still overcome, right. you know, those woes, and then lo and behold, they lost that week. Right. So they've they finally met their maker, and they couldn't, you know, come back from that. Um, but yeah, I'm not concerned either. I think the Chiefs have a lot of weapons, um, a lot of positive things in their corner, and I think they'll work out whatever those deficits are, and they'll be fine. So we'll see, you know, if in fact the the Titans or the Steelers are able to look as productive on the offensive side of things, mainly the Steelers, I'll say, because I'm not too confident in their offense. Um, but as you said, with the Titans, they do have Derrick Henry and um, you know, they're gonna ride his back a lot and yeah. and hopefully they'll have success doing that. But yeah, we'll see. So, Chiefs, yep. Chief's sitting in an okay position. I, I say. think they are too. Yeah. Yep.
0: A lot better than uh, Cleveland, bringing us to our oh next my. topic. Cleveland. Drama in Cleveland. I mean, <sighs> how many years in a row now is this drama in Cleveland? Oh, I mean, and they just keep throwing gas on the fire. Like, yeah. you didn't have enough problems, you bring in Baker Mayfield. You didn't have enough personalities. You bring in OBJ. Yes. I yes. mean, funny stat. Uh, um, drama in Cleveland, nothing new. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm actually more surprised that they were winning and then this happens. But I think that's because Chubb got hurt. Honestly, I think if Chubb didn't get hurt, they're a little more competitive with Pittsburgh. They had
1: a viable backup though.
0: They did, but they also tried to put the game in Baker's hands. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the stat is, but there's a stat out there when Baker Mayfield throws less than 20 passes, I believe it is. The Cleveland Browns are something like 7 and 1. When Baker throws more than 20 passes, the Cleveland Browns are something like 1 and 8 or 1 wow. and 9, something like that. So whenever they ask Baker to do too much, they lose the game. Right. Uh Pittsburgh? No.
1: Baker's not that good. And they tried yeah. to
0: ask him to do too much against Pittsburgh's yeah. defense. That defense is gnarly in Pittsburgh. They are a good team, that defense. Yep. I'm not real sold on their offense either just like you, but that defense is for real. And I don't even know if they win the game if they had Chubb and he was healthy, but they would have been a little more competitive because when you got a good running game and a half decent defense, you don't have to ask your quarterback to throw it more than 20 times. You can win games like that.
1: Yeah. They need to figure their out who their identity is because they are a winning team right now. Right? They're four and two. Yep. Their season is going well compared to where they've been for many many years they've got some positive things going yeah don't let the personalities and the drama derail your entire season and that's exactly what's going to happen you get you take a loss against a good Steelers team they they're not you know, an easy team to be
0: right. And I mean, OBJ said it, um, you know, he was pissed on the sidelines. we read right before we got on, uh, the, to broadcast that, <laughs> you know, he's pissed off. He's tired of losing. He's sick of losing to good teams. He's not going to be the nice guy anymore. Welcome back. Right. Two years ago, OBJ, he has been pretty quiet. I'll give him that much, you know, but here's the thing. And I've seen it happen in football time and time and time again, at all different levels. Um, you look forward to certain games. I think they had this one circled. You know, they're yeah. playing Pittsburgh. Let's go see if our on paper, just as good and talented as Kansas City team, can actually go do something against a good right. defense. Somebody we're gonna have to play to get into the playoffs or get through the playoffs, possibly.
1: Or you'll have to beat to win a Super Bowl. Right. So you,
0: you lose this game, and now you're kind of sitting around looking like, oh shit. We couldn't Mm -hmm. run the ball. Oh, shit. Baker couldn't throw the ball. Oh, shit. We couldn't stop anything on defense. We're not that good. But that's not true. It's not true. They're still a good team. They still have two stars at wideout. Mm -hmm. Baker is not – I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He's. It's just like I said, when he's asked to do too much, when he's asked to play fast Mm -hmm. and think on his feet, a good defense rattles him. That's when he gets in trouble. That's why he needs a good defense and a good running game. Right. Um, which they still have on paper. Yep. On paper, they're still a talented football team. But their problem there lies in is leadership. Right. Who do you turn to? Now, now OBJ crying again. And, uh, you know, Landry doesn't really ever say much, but. You know, him and OBJ are teammates. They're probably talking behind the scenes with each other in the locker room about the same shit. They hate yeah. their quarterback. Baker's been relatively quiet. I liked what he said a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was that's very right. Belichick esque. Right. We, you know, we won. We're on to the next one. I got nothing to say about anything else. I'm focused on winning football games. I like that Baker. Stay right. that Baker.
1: Right.
0: Now the coaches have to figure out a way that they cannot ask him to do too much or play too fast. And still be able to win games. Yeah. It's on the coaches um, to to figure out how to scheme to win those games and do things like that. Uh, OBJ, I don't know. I really don't (laughs) even know what this guy is.
1: So there was a report of him potentially uh, having COVID because he was feeling (laughs) ill. Um, And his response was so OBJ-esque, if you will.
0: it was. More or less. I mean, he basically... Told everybody, COVID didn't want the smoke. They got a mutual respect. <laughs> COVID don't want mutual no part respect. of him, and he don't want no part of COVID. Um, yeah, it's it's a playful response. I like it. It's it is OBJ-esque. Yes. Um, and given the fact that he was, you know, reported as being pretty pissed after the loss, you know, on on Sunday to the Steelers, I liked it. You yeah. know, it was playful. It was enough to let you know that yeah, he's. Still got a little OBJ in him, but he, you know, he's a he's,
1: whole mood. Yeah, he he's a whole, exactly, it is. <laughs>
0: exactly. So um, OBJ, I don't know, man. They, they, they keep saying OBJ should demand a trade to where, yeah. to where.
1: At this point, he needs. You
0: can't just keep going different no. to different teams because you don't like the fact that you're not winning. Yeah. It, maybe you look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you doing everything you could possibly right. do to help your team win? Again, I it; He's been quiet. He's been well-behaved. He's been playing. Yeah, but is
1: that enough? But I mean, is he doing enough? Exactly. Well, right. I mean, you talk about the issue being leadership and where's that leadership coming exactly. from. Exactly. You're not going to get it from an immature Baker Mayfield. I think he still has a lot of what maturing What is he, third-year
0: quarterback yeah. in Cleveland? And
1: he's got a personality. Exactly. And you see that more often than not. Um, But what excuse does OBJ have? I mean, he is now a veteran in the league. He's done really well for himself, but he needs to team pull back that personality and that ego and be a leader. If he would be a leader, they might be in a better position to win the big games. Yeah, and it's surprising,
0: too, because he's played with a group. He's played with a couple of Hall of Famers. Eli, towards the end of his career, was what it was. But he was also the Brady killer. Yeah. He was an MVP. He was a two-time Super Bowl champion. He yeah. comes from elite stock Yes, in the Manning family. Um, Michael Strahan, you know, he was another one. He was mm-hmm. a leader. He was somebody you could look to when things got tough and, right. and know that he was going to go out there and do everything he had to do to make sure you won. Start being that guy. Yeah. Start being the guy that instead of, bitching on the sideline because you lost a game to a good team you lost to Pittsburgh yeah you didn't lose to the Jets you lost to Pittsburgh you're a good team you went into Dallas you smacked them around you're a good football yeah. team somebody needs to just step up and be like okay look we need to just put it down put our foots to the floor figure out how we're going to be beat good teams yeah. with what we got because that's what you got trade deadlines coming up next week that's it that, that's yeah. what you got for the year Yeah, uh, I don't see it
1: happening to be honest
0: with you. I mean, you got Pittsburgh, you got Baltimore in the same division. Your best shot is a wild card, your best shot is a wild card. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's an uphill battle for sure happening this year. So, I I can kind of get the frustration. You don't beat Pittsburgh, um, you know, you got Baltimore twice yet, you still got Pittsburgh again.
1: But buckle up man you know, like sorry be, but get out of your feelings
0: those are gonna be hard games to win so i think what you know it's just a combination of knowing you got to get through this team that you just got yep. your ass whooped by and knowing that you got to play them again plus baltimore twice yeah
1: well you're not gonna get anywhere by sitting there playing the victim nope you're not i mean get your your Absolutely. shit together and figure it out you'll be fine
0: so speaking of Pittsburgh yes they are one of three undefeated teams yep. left in the league
1: they're sitting there with Tennessee and Seattle correct yep
0: and boy they all look good don't they you
1: uh, yeah I mean listen I I could say something about each and every one of them Seattle really concerned about their defense um it's a credible concern I mean again a really good terrible team in minnesota almost beat them if it weren't for i think poor decision making towards the end of the game play calling was awful um we would have won and they wouldn't be undefeated now every team has those games right any given sunday is a real thing
0: i'm very Um, well aware
1: but with that being said (laughs) i mean tennessee i i do think Derrick Henry is going to do big things for them. They're going to ride his coattail for a while. How far will that go, though, before there needs to be a better presence in the quarterback position? And- All right,
0: so let me ask you this about Tennessee because they play Pittsburgh this week, so someone's yep. O's someone's got to, to go, yep. okay? So you got Tannehill and Henry, Yep. Um, that group of tight ends against Pittsburgh's defense, more or less, right? Yep. I mean, because Tennessee's defense is good. But Pittsburgh's offense is all right enough that they're gonna battle back and forth. Yeah. The real test, the real question is gonna be answered in that in the trenches. Is can Derrick Henry run on Pittsburgh's defense? And can Pittsburgh's defense respond and stop Derrick Henry? Right. If he runs all over them, it's gonna be a bad. Bad day for Pittsburgh's defense.
1: Can and they key on that though? Can they shut the run game down, knowing their their passing game isn't as strong? Yeah.
0: Can you though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that front seven mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh um, is what is the core of this defense. Right. That's where all the beef is. That's where all the talent is. Yep. I don't think they're very talented on the back end outside of Minka, so it's hard to say. Ryan Tannehill is also playing at a different level than he was last year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's Mike Vrabel finally coming into his own as a head coach, kind mm-hmm. of stepping out of Belichick's shadow. Mm-hmm. Even though he's kind of operating Belichick-esque, um, he's got a lot of patriot, you know, the uh, patriot philosophy way. <laughs> going on in Tennessee. Yep. I like it. Tannehill's not Brady, mm-hmm. but he's good enough, I think, to beat Pittsburgh's defense. Baker Mayfield has more progressive or um mutual liberty, mutual commercials, whatever it is he does oh. than he does wins. So that's not a very good <laughs> Where thing. did you get that inside I, of it? I, I I you know I might have. Pulled it off of a pundit or something, maybe something I heard on somebody's uh TV show. We're not going to throw no is names he, out there, so but he's yeah, no, with Aaron Rodgers and yeah, State yeah. Clark. Hey, man, listen, <laughs> I hear you, but but the key is Derek. Can mm-hmm. Derrick Henry get going against Pittsburgh? That's the key because if he can go, Tannehill can go. Yeah. If you put it on Tannehill's shoulders, I don't know that him by himself can beat Pittsburgh's defense. Is what I. Mean. I don't
1: think he can. Yeah. I don't think he
0: can beat Pittsburgh's defense by himself. Right. Um. Not with that group of wide receivers. The tight ends are good.
1: Right. If their run game is effective, it's going to open up. Correct. The passing yeah, game. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um. I know where your thoughts are in terms of that matchup. Um. You're going with Pitt. Correct. Yeah. Um. I took Tennessee. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. I think in my eyes, it is 50-50. I, it, yeah, in a lot 51, ways. 49, maybe. Yeah. Um, one way or another. It everybody's healthy mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is in Tennessee, so it's a it's a travel game mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh. But man, they just look so good right now. They look just well oiled, they look ready to eat, hungry. Mm-hmm. To play football, and I like that kind of defense, right?
1: And I know you're concerned a, a little bit about Big Ben. Now he did have a a better performance yep. this past week. Yeah, he's coming um, along. He still has some playmakers that have been relatively quiet this year, so not much of juju going on. Yeah, shocking, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, after everything
0: um, over the last two years that has transpired, yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, but they have that Clay ba- Clay Bill. Is it um, Claypool? Claypool. Yeah,
0: Chase Claypool. Clay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he's he's actually.
0: Ace. He's probably one of the better rookie wide receivers this year. Yep. Um, definitely. Uh, Connor is also kind of pedestrian. Um, I think injuries on the offensive line are yep. kind of hindering their performance. But Big Ben's a vet. I mean, two time Super Bowl vet. Yeah. You know, two times Super Bowl MVP. I know we had questions at the beginning of the year you know, if his Dorito diet was going to be <laughs> detrimental to his performance for the year or not. I think in the beginning of the year it kind of hindered him. The defense carried him. Mm-hmm. Um, if he can get it going against Tennessee's defense, which is no slouch either, mm-hmm. I mean, that's easily a top five defense in the league right now. If he can get it going and get uh, Claypool and them going, if he if that defense can stop Derek, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's pretty much going to be it for Tennessee. Um, as far as being undefeated, Derrick Henry, you got to worry about that. If yeah, he gets going, think. it, 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 I don't know that um, Pittsburgh has enough firepower, even though they're so deep at wide receiver, their their wide receiving core is really good. I don't know. They have enough firepower to go against that defense and just Derrick Henry, Derek Henry, Derek Henry, Derrick, Henry, Derrick yeah. Henry over and over and over again, just chewing the clock. It's going to be a good game. It's going to yeah. be one of the better games of the weekend. I'll tell you that much. So.
1: I think it's interesting, though, how teams seem to shift um, and show like a little bit different of a look, it seems like, every week. Um, yes, I think they have every right to be concerned with Derrick Henry. Now, when the Titans played the Vikings, they didn't look that good.
0: That um, Vikings defense, though, isn't they're terrible. Not, they're
1: not good. They're not <laughs> they're terrible,
0: not though. They're not terrible. One of their strengths is the run defense part.
1: Some games, yes.
0: Most games that I've yeah. seen, they're, listen, Kirk Cousins puts them in terrible places, though. Right. Over and over and over and over and over again. It's been an ongoing thing. First play this weekend, this past weekend in Atlanta, yeah. right to Deion Jones. Pick. Damn it, man. We're over here. we will probably still lacing up our cleat. We're probably mm-hmm. putting on some tape on our elbow. And now I got to run out onto the yeah. field. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, it's going to be a defensive game. It's going to be a, a fast game because I think there's going to be a lot of run in the football, so a lot of yeah. chewing the clock. I think it's going to be a quick game, but the defenses are going to have to show up.
1: Yep. So our other undefeated is Seattle, and they have a big matchup this week in Arizona, or yep. against Arizona. Yep. So um, you're talking about two teams in the NFC West. Um, and playoff
0: positioning.
1: Yeah. It's, this is
0: all about playoff positioning now yeah, out yeah. there because you got – Four pretty damn good teams out there. I know the Rams struggled a bit. Yeah. But And and San Francisco, they're getting healthy. Some of their wide receivers are coming back this week. Mm-hmm. They're struggling, but they're winning games. They're still there in the conversation. And As long as you're within striking distance of this division, yep. one game is all you need to be within because that one game could be the division game that you had to play. This is a big one. Yeah. Because I think Arizona can beat them. I picked them. I think Arizona can beat them.
1: Arizona looked good this past week. Yeah, and I think
0: it's directly what you said is um, Seattle's defense. I don't think they're going to be able to contain that Arizona offense.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think Arizona's defense this past weekend, I know it was Andy Dalton. I know it was the Cowboys still reeling, still trying to gel with Mike McCarthy and blah, blah, blah. But this has not been – this isn't just the one game. They've been a pretty good defense all year. Right. Uh, will it be enough to contain Russ and crew? We'll see.
1: We've seen it done, though. We've we'll seen see. Russ That be secondary contained. is pretty yeah.
0: damn good. And they get after the quarterback. Yeah, uh, You know, Russ is going to be on the run a lot. He's yeah. going to be on the run a lot
1: this yeah. weekend. Yeah, they, they have a lot um, – you're you're talking a lot about Arizona's defense, but um, on the offensive side of the ball, they have a lot to for teams to fear. I mean, um, Kyler Murray is is playing extremely well. He's a run threat. Yeah, a little Russ um, Wilson. Kirk was was tearing <laughs> it up this week. Yeah, yeah, he has like a younger a, a younger, Russ a younger yeah. um, more immature version of Russ Wilson. We'll say. I do think. I don't know. For me, there are times I think he comes across like a little selfish in his decision making. He definitely wants to be the the playmaker on the team. yeah, um,
0: a lot of that's rookie. Um, You know, the hell with it. I don't know where to go with the balls. I'm just gonna tuck it yeah. and run. And I have the ability to outrun yeah. and and scramble and move and get you know get yardage and get first downs. Yeah, but no, I, I definitely feel where you're coming from on that point.
1: Yeah, so um we'll see. As far as Pitt and Tennessee goes, one of them's gonna come out with an. L. has gotta w. go
0: unless they tie.
1: Yeah,
0: how awful would that? Well, be? that's
1: always a possibility. <laughs> I mean.
0: It wouldn't be the first time yeah. either for Pittsburgh, but at least this time Big Ben knows that they can tie. Or yeah. was that McNabb? McNabb uh, was the one that couldn't yeah. remember that you could tie. That's right. Yeah,
1: it'll be interesting. Um, so, yeah, the the undefeated teams list is slowly dwindling down, and uh, that takes me to the next topic. I think this uh, week was a, a big week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, with that came Green Bay's first loss. So how are you really feeling about that? All
0: right. I was watching the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I seen him stomping out Tom Brady, mm-hmm. stopping the run game. Aaron Rodgers did his little whatever the hell that was in the end zone after he ran in for a <laughs> touchdown. I still don't know what the hell he was trying to accomplish. But I, um, I start... I, I don't even remember what I was doing on Sunday. But I turn around. I look again. You started texting me. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's 28 to 10 at halftime. Overconfidence.
1: confidence. I'm like, away.
0: what the hell is going on? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, another interesting stat to come out of this game from this past week. Mm-hmm. If at any point in a football game ever in his career, Aaron Rodgers is trailing, they lose.
1: Uh, that's a uh, that's an actual. It stat. came out
0: this week that that was a stat. If at any point they're losing mm-hmm. after the opening possession, he loses.
1: Every single time.
0: I'm telling you, that's the stat. That I'm going to have to look that up. Look I don't know about I'll that. I'll send it to you. There
1: had to be plenty of times I'll that they were losing after the opening drive. I'm telling
0: you, that was the stat won. that came out. I don't know how accurate it is. Wow. Maybe it's one of those WikiLeaks things that somebody <laughs> wrote up on the internet. <laughs> that
1: has to be wrong. Bullshitting around. <laughs> gonna
0: bullshit around. I'm going
1: to call bullshit on that. Yeah.
0: He threw his third pick six ever of his career. Mm-hmm. He basically threw another pick six because it got to the two and they scored mm-hmm. notorious the defense is charm and soft. I'm sorry to say I love <laughs> my team but God we have no linebackers. Mm-hmm. Kevin King was out. it was just a rough day. you got they're they're trying to do everything they possibly can. they're moving Darius to middle linebacker and blitzing them. Um. they're moving guys around. this is the same thing it's it's identical to the same thing Dom Capers did with Clay Matthews. Mm -hmm. When we lost um, A.J. Hawk, and Blake Martinez was just a rookie, Clay Matthews, instead of being where he should have been Mm -hmm. on the edge, was moved to middle linebacker Mm -hmm. so that he could blitz from the middle linebacker position. Now, what kind of sense does that make? It don't make no sense to me defensively, because you're then taking your best player who can shut down a side of the field. Right. Okay, you run at me, you're going to get tackled. So you got to go the other way. Mm-hmm. And you put him in the middle. He's not agile enough mm-hmm. to go left and the running back goes right. And then all of a sudden he could just make that change in the middle of the field. He's not that kind of linebacker. Our linebacking core is awful. Okay. Did you
1: not factor that in though when you saw that they were playing Tom Brady and the Bucks? I mean, no. they're a good team.
0: No, because. I wasn't factoring in Tampa Bay's defense. Well, we talked you, about their
1: defense most the times.
0: So so um Bach goes out. Once Bach went out, it was super over yeah. because Todd Bowles was sending the house on the left side of the line mm-hmm. every single play. It was Devontae Smith, it was JJ, um Devontae. Um I'm sorry, what's his name? I'm thinking of um, Levante David, mm-hmm. um, Devin Bush, um, or not Devin, Devin White, uh, JPP, Nankasu on the other side, just, just all out, just sending mm-hmm. double A-gap blitzes, double um, on the left side. Because why John wouldn't you? Oh, no, I get it. I yeah. understand it completely. So once they start sending the house at Aaron, I mean – you're down. They basically gave him 14 points. They spotted him 14 points. Mm-hmm. And then they start sending the house. They took away the run game. Okay. Without Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers doesn't go. That he needs the run game in this offense mm-hmm. because that's how this offense is designed. And be quite honest with you, I think after halftime, Rodgers quit. He was done. He didn't want to he didn't want to win that game. I really don't think he did. (laughs) That's terrible,
1: though. Rodgers
0: is a selfish
1: football player. We know this. He's
0: arrogant. He's selfish. Well,
1: I'm glad you said it. He
0: he overcompensates with his talent for his lack of leadership abilities. Mm -hmm. That's why he's so damn good at throwing the football. Mm -hmm. He's just overcompensating for the fact that he's not a great leader. It is what it is. (laughs) It if is you're what good it with is. that, that's fine. It is what it is because what do we have? Yeah. What do we have behind them? Jordan Love. I mean, come on. I, I, I'm not even. I'm not even. I don't even want to entertain that idea in my head. Yeah.
1: Well, you better start entertaining. I don't. I don't, idea don't want to entertain because those that time ideas is coming.
0: Because. At some point, you're right. It's coming, whether he's traded, released, or retires. At some Mm -hmm. point in the next three to five years, we're going to have to have a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. I get that. So I want championships that I can talk about now (laughs) so that years to come, when we go blank, 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 X amount of years and we're the new Dallas Cowboys because we haven't won a Super Bowl in 20 years. Yeah. Right. Well, you got to win a Super Bowl before you could talk about not winning.
1: Well, Super not Bowls. in terms of Super Bowls. I'm just but saying. In terms of being a dumpster fire.
0: Yes. I will take a leadership list, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right now to win football games and win Super Bowls over. I don't care how much talent, how much leadership the next quarterback has behind him. If they're not as good as him, talent wise, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Because you're not going to win football games that way.
1: Well, I mean, let's not with this
0: team. Let's not not with the pieces that are there. Yeah, the at the end of the year, Patine needs fired. Mm -hmm. He needs fired. You've had three years. You have a few elite pieces: Mm -hmm. Jair Alexander, um, Amos, the Smith brothers, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark. You have some good pieces there. There is no reason that you should be getting blown out when you lose. Because when we lose, it's not pretty. When yeah. we lose, it it's was an
1: ugly bad. loss. You like, guys, a
0: bad loss.
1: You went how many straight points without? Like, it, I think it was something like twenty-eight po- unanswered points.
0: No, it was. It was more than that. It was. Well, well what, no, it was no, thirty-eight.
1: It was thirty-eight. Yeah,
0: it was thirty-eight points
1: unanswered points. Oh, thirty-eight yeah. unanswered. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it wasn't pretty, but they don't I, – the, I think the bottom line is there isn't cause for concern over this, okay? It was a bad performance against a really good team. We have downscored how good uh, the Bucks are going to be no, by the I know, end of the year. They're finally it. figuring out how to gel. And, and they're mesh-
0: kind of in a division that's kind of up for grabs too. Right. I mean, Atlanta's not lighting up the world. New Orleans is kind of –
1: yeah, you just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The team's
0: showing up this week.
1: It's not the old New Orleans right. that, And I yeah. mean
0: Green Bay went down and punched him in the mouth like, you yeah. know, beat him up pretty good, but um I just I just think, you know, the defense needs to get better. It's been the open gaping wound in mm-hmm. Green Bay for the last 6 7 years. It's bad. The defense has been bad. We have good defensive players they just don't play well right together um rogers isn't going anywhere this year or next year for at least those two years right. this year or next year yeah we need to get one under a belt or i don't see it happening for a while for yeah. a long while because the defense is going to be reloaded offensive line is going to be reloaded you kind of got your franchise quarterback yep. when you took him in the first round to replace rogers this is what you're telling us this is our guy um
1: your window is uh, now. It's narrow, it's very now yeah. because
0: if we don't win one in the next two years, I don't think it's gonna happen yeah. for a while, a long while. Yeah. So
1: well, you have a lot to be confident about She's head
0: nation team. is praying.
1: Yeah, you're gonna be to fine. the Wisconsin gods. If your biggest competition right now in the north is Chicago, I think you're fine. They can have the I lead mean, this week. But I'm telling we'll you – We'll see what happens
0: over the next couple weeks because the problem with Green Bay on both sides of the ball is they don't like to play physical football. They don't. The rush defense is terrible. Now the O-line's beat up. It's going to be hard to get our run game going. So Rogers is going to have to make quick dink and dunk throws yeah. and try to get some and – and Lazard is out. I mean, there's just not a lot to work with there. And if we're getting physical now, we gotta play San Francisco. We gotta play Minnesota again. We gotta mm-hmm. play the Bears twice.
1: You already have two division wins, though. You're sitting in a nice position. Right, in but terms we still of gotta win
0: games. We can be you six and zero in the, the the division and finish eight and eight and still not win the division.
1: You well, know, I'm not going to. You know, say anything and jeopardize any, what? any juju. Come on, maybe this is where it all falls apart. You're just a
0: closet Packers. Fan. I'm not. You've been a closet Packers. There's, fan all I life. have
1: never said a thing that you indicates I like to, the if Packers. We make
0: it stand. to the Super Bowl. Will we you wear a Rogers jersey and represent the I, NFC North? Why would represent I Represent the that? North. What do you mean? Why would you do that? Uh, to represent, represent the, the North? North.
1: Are you kidding me? If You're they make the it North. to the Super Bowl, I will be disgusted. Like. I would never...
0: That's no. terrible. I would root for the Vikings.
1: No, you wouldn't. What <laughs> have what you been talking about? The only team I'd ever root for in the North, if they made it that far, would be the Lions. Just because it's kind of like, oh, you finally did it. You know, good job. Oh, you tried. It <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I just... I don't know. Bears, Packers? No, no, thank you. I root against them throughout the playoffs. Any team that's playing them, that's who I'm rooting for. That's whose jersey I'll wear without a fight.
0: So... Good anyway, enough a about the Packers of you and you're losing jerseys.
1: All right, on to week seven pick'em. So, we have a lot of really good matchups this week. The first one, not so great of a matchup. It's another really subpar Thursday night game, if you ask me.
0: It's shit. It's,
1: it's an NFC, East Say it small rivalry. It's, shit. it's shitty. It's Philly versus the Giants.
0: Although, I think Wentz will be on full display this week again. Yeah, and why the league is mean, going to be, why he be, the league is just going to see amazing magic with six round picks and no name wide receivers. So. Yeah. Well,
1: that's, I mean, that's that, all I got to
0: say about that.
1: That is sound true for the most part. So, all right. Carolina at New Orleans, both on New Orleans.
0: Yep. Still a little nervous about the pick, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. New Orleans, like we just said. I mean, they have not been lights out this year like they have been in years past. I think that's a lot to do with Drew's decline in it his is. age. Yeah. Um, Teams are starting to figure out Sean Payton a little bit better defensively, mm-hmm. and um, they just—I mean—they have good players, but outside of Michael Thomas, I don't see a whole lot. So,
1: right. well, mm. yeah, Alvin Kamara.
0: Yeah, I mean, I—I I meant wide receiver wise. Right. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, Alvin Kamara obviously lights out, but I mean, we'll see. We'll—it really depends on which New Orleans defense shows up this week. So.
1: Yeah. Well, we both have—we both have New Orleans picked I do. in this game. We're going to Buffalo at the New York or New York Jets. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to take the Jets?
0: No, I'm not taking nothing okay. to do with the Jets. Both the Jets, Jets are tanking for Trevor.
1: Diggs is tearing it up.
0: He is. Yeah.
1: Josh Allen's not looking too bad.
0: Nope.
1: So look good. good stuff going there in Buffalo. All right, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Whew. We're split
0: uh, on this. Yeah. I mean, we talked a lot about what's going on in Cleveland. Yeah. I think if Cleveland loses this game, all hell's going to break loose. Mm-hmm. OBJ might just open up the funnels on his Twitter and just let the world know why he hates Cleveland, mm-hmm. why he hates Baker. Um, on the other hand, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow's been playing good football years. Nice um he's got the team you know looking good they did get a win didn't they They no they
1: almost they almost won yeah
0: yeah so i mean they're you know they're there on the cusp Mm -hmm. it'd be nice to see him get a win if he's going to get a win it's going to be this game um they do play cleveland twice so usually they've already played them once oh did they play them once already so i mean um We'll see what happens. I got Cleveland pegged just because I think it's a must win for them. Joe Burrow doesn't have anything to prove. He can lose all 16 games, and we'll say he's a rookie with a shitty team. Right. Um, Cleveland, on the other hand, I've been saying it all year. I said it all off-season. I said it how many times on the on the podcast here. Mm-hmm. On paper, Cleveland has the same, you know, almost comparable talent to Kansas City offensively. Um, mm-hmm. Defensively, they're not terrible. They're pretty solid. Um, but they need to put it together. They need to execute. Yeah. Stop being personalities and start being leaders. Somebody has to take the lead. Yeah. Um, um, Chubb is out again this week, I believe.
1: Oh, he's, he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Yet. He's, yeah. yeah, he's
0: on IR. Oh, he's on IR. Okay. Yeah. So Chubb is out. I mean, you got Hunt in the backfield. You got. You just don't have many excuses other than the fact that you guys aren't executing
1: right. to lose this game. I mean, so the um, Bengals played a really good team in the Colts this past weekend. Good defense. Um, now they fell apart a little bit. They had a nice, pretty like good padding in their league or lead going into like the fourth quarter, um, and it did come down to being a close game. That said, um, I think Joe Burrow is finding his rhythm, yeah. settling in well. And I think they're more of a competitor now than they were in week one or two. So when they faced Cleveland the first time, um, Cleveland did get the dub. But I think they're a better team than they were then.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, for Joe Burrow, he, each game is a new learning experience for him mm-hmm. in his ascent as an NFL franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So um, each game he's going to pick up a little more. Each game he gets a little more tape. Um mm-hmm. Maybe the Pittsburgh game gives them something that they can use against Cleveland to elevate Joe Burrow's play, Mm -hmm. um, get a little bit more out of that offense. And, uh, I mean, we'll see. I think Cleveland wins because this is must win. Uh, I I said it last week about San Francisco and and the Rams. Mm -hmm. They had to win that game. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, Cleveland has to win this game or all hell will break loose. Yeah, they don't win this game. Um, I think OBJ is immediately on Twitter. I think he's just tearing it up and just letting the world know how unhappy he is. And then Cleveland falls apart, which would be terrible to see because it was nice. It's nice to see them at four and one. It's nice to not laugh at Cleveland. We're laughing at the Jets, yeah. we're not laughing at Cleveland this year, even though they did just lose, they, they've been playing good football all year. So we'll see what happens. I like Cleveland. You like Cincinnati. We're split.
1: Okay. So we're moving on <clears> to <throat> the Dallas uh, versus Washington game. We both have Dallas picked. Um, I think it's critical right now for Dallas to rebound in some way. If they don't now, they never will this season, and it's just going to be a steady downhill train wreck from here. Um Again, we talked about having Andy Dalton at the quarterback position. He's probably one of the better um, backup quarterbacks in the entire league. He's like
0: a 13-year vet,
1: right? So you're walking into a pretty decent offense. And Washington's a
0: dumpster fire. However, right. Right. However, we have seen in the past, and I struggled with this pick. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm being real honest with you. I struggled with this pick.
1: Yeah, it's Um, tough
0: because. Washington came back and beat the shit out of Philly after being down 17 points. Mm-hmm. How? I have no idea. This isn't that same team. Yeah. Okay. This team has taken its lumps already. It took its lumps early in the year when they lost their damn name. They lost their logo. They're, I, they have no identity. They're literally the Washington football yeah. team. Um. They're, their coach, you know. Ron
1: Rivera is making you know, some really stupid decisions. So. Yeah.
0: I, I'm kind of giving Ron a pass this year with everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, And he came into an organization that is in absolute just terrible status. Yeah. From the owner to the water boys. It yeah. is just bad. Really, really bad. So, and that's how... That it is for Dallas that Mm -hmm. I struggled with this pick. They need to win this game.
1: I would say they need to win big too. They need a confidence boost. And if they get that by
0: three touchdowns.
1: If they go in and they shut down Washington and they win big, I think that helps them rebound. It shouldn't
0: be hard. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be hard.
1: It shouldn't, but at the end of the day, it's a divisional game, and you know that there I, are always headbangers yeah, in a lot of ways. I get
0: it. I hear you, but, and you're absolutely 100% right. But Dallas, has ha- they have to win this game. Yeah. Or their heads and their asses are going to be on fire Yeah. next week. It is going to be yeah. really bad in Dallas. Jerry Jones <laughs> might quit and sell the team because – That you can't lose to Washington in the state they are right now. Yeah. You can't lose to them.
1: You can't afford to lose a division game period. It says
0: so many things about your team to lose to a team like that right right now when you need a win.
1: Well, and there's so many like terrible records in the NFC East that I really do feel like in that division is gonna come down to division wins because they're probably all gonna be looking at the same record at the end of the year, just just in terms of like I mean, they lose, lose, win, lose, lose, win. Yep. A lot of them are operating that way. Pretty much anybody they face outside of their own division, they lose to, and yep. that's every team in the NFC East. And big, yes,
0: not just lose, right, but get blown out, lose.
1: Exactly. So those divisional um, wins are going to be huge come the end of the season. So we're both on Dallas, um, Green Bay, Houston. Both on Green Bay. I you think I think they're going to rebound. I think they're they'll Although, be fine
0: again blueprints been mapped defensively yeah. Houston defensively is not bad JJ Watts reinvigorated ever since they yeah. got rid of Bill O'Brien yeah they're reinvigorated down there don't be surprised you don't see Aaron Rodgers under a lot oh, of pressure yeah. they're not a slouch oh he know. is going be he's gonna be running and quick throwing um if Aaron Jones can get going it'll be Green Bay all the way yeah if they come and play like Tampa Bay played against them, we could be in deep shit. But I, I like Green Bay, obviously. Yeah, you picked Green Bay. I did. So,
1: But let's not forget, the Texans are not a slouch. Even prior no. to them losing to the Vikings, their 0-4 record did not reflect the strength of schedule that they faced.
0: Deshaun Watson months. is the quarterback, prototypical quarterback you want as, who's a leader mm-hmm. and has talent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not – like Aaron Rodgers, who overcompensates with talent over leadership.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's really right down the middle. He's just as talented as he is a leader, which is scary because if that if that man gets some weapons in Houston, if they get mm-hmm. a head coach that tailors their game to his, mm-hmm. Houston's gonna be formidable. They yeah, have, look how effective the, they
1: were with D Hop. They have yeah. the
0: pieces, they just need to put it together. Yeah. So all right, um, both on Green Bay there. Atlanta and Detroit. Uh we split there. I took yeah. Atlanta. You took Detroit. Um kind of a toss up. It is it, a 50-50 pick, it is. I think.
1: I mean, Atlanta has some problems. Let's yeah. call it what it is. Um Pittsburgh, uh,
0: Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh we talked about this. We split. I took mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. You took Tennessee. Um, Seattle at Arizona. Uh we both on Arizona. Yep. I think Um, that
1: defense is finally going to let the Seahawks down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right there. Um, Kansas City versus Denver. Another snooze fest. Yeah. Um, Maybe. We'll see. I don't think it happens, but I didn't think the Raiders were going to beat them either. So we're both on Kansas City. um, Pretty high, but anything can happen. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville versus the Chargers. I don't know that Jacksonville wins a game the rest of the year. They're so bad. <laughs> They're not bad. that
1: good. They're no. so bad.
0: <laughs> Minshew Mania is the only thing keeping Jacksonville relevant. relevant. Yeah. At all.
1: Agreed. At and all. Chargers are looking okay right now. Yeah, They've they got a good, good rookie quarterback yeah. who's who's throwing Justin the ball Derby, well. Yeah,
0: looks yeah. real good. Yep. Um, they, they got them boys playing some defense out there too. So yep. um San Francisco, New England. Now we wanted to talk about this one. Yep. Uh we're split on it. I took New England. Uh, you took San Francisco. So, um, New England for me, I know they lost last week. They did not look good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but Belichick is the best coach in the league, okay? He's faced Kyle Shanahan's offense
1: mm-hmm.
0: via his dad um, because it's the same offense. So, Bill Belichick has experience with this offense. I mean, he
1: knows Jimmy G. He used and to have he Jimmy. had
0: Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, San Francisco still dealing with injuries. I know they're getting some guys back this week, but they're still dealing with injuries. And New England's defense is the difference in this game.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: think they make enough plays um, to keep New England ahead. I think it's low scoring. It's in New England. It's starting to get cold. It's the end of October. San Francisco has got to come across the country to New England. There's a lot of factors here that – favor New England in this one. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I went with New England in this
1: one. I actually went the opposite direction. And for me, it's, I lack confidence in whatever it is that New England has to offer right now. I think their biggest asset is Bill Belichick, but that's where it ends for me. You got Cam Newton, who's okay. He plays really well at times, but He's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady is gone. I don't feel that their defense is consistent enough. Um, They've kept them in games, but they just dropped two losses in a row. They lost to the Chiefs, which if Cam was there, it may have actually been a win for them. But you you don't know. Without Cam,
0: they played them tough. But
1: then they turn around and they don't play tough against the Broncos. So – what is the real scenario there in New England? Are they a competitive team when it comes down late in the season to making a push for the playoffs? Can they get it done? I'm not confident. Now, there are a lot of concerns also with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I didn't have San Fran picked this past week. Um so the fact that they won told me a couple things about, you know, their ability to persevere um in light of some of the, the a lot injuries. About Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And Jimmy G's back and he's healthy. Um, they were without him for a week or two and they struggled.
0: Yeah, he didn't look great last week in his return.
1: No, but they have, I think, more going for themselves than what I see happening in New England right now. Um Outside of Bill Belichick, I'm not confident about the Patriots okay. against anybody. Okay. I mean, other than the we'll Jets,
0: I mean, I just, but. I think, um, I, I just think Bill Belichick. I think what the problem is again is, is just that you don't have the guy who's the next level down. You know how you have a really good director or vice president of your yeah. company, and then they have a really good manager, and that manager and that director can lead a group of people to do amazing things. I think that's what Bill had in Tom. Tom was his manager and mm-hmm. Bill was the CEO and they kind of played each other, played off each other. And that's why the relationship soured at the end. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I, I like New England. There's just too many factors for San Francisco. You like San Francisco? There's too many factors for New England. Yeah. We'll what, I got to play catch up here. So Fair I like enough. If, Fair if there was a game I was going to pick, it was going to be this one and the next one.
1: Okay. Tampa Bay. Yeah.
0: At the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Now, I brought up the interesting stat to you right before yep. we started. Both the Tampa Bay's road games, losses. Mm-hmm. Now, they just beat the shit out of my Packers. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders are kind of a different animal than the Packers are, right? Okay. They're in Vegas. They got to travel to them. They already got two road losses. Mm-hmm. I think the Raiders can take this one. You know, they surprise us with Kansas City. Um, I don't think Tom Brady's taken the Raiders lightly, mm-hmm. but I don't think he takes them too seriously either. So, do they travel across the country? And they're in Vegas. You know how Gronk likes to get down? Yeah, That boy likes to party. They're in Vegas. Speaking of
1: Gronk, he just had a couple of uh, yeah, he, he had a, a little a Gronk touchdown.
0: smash, you know, in the end yeah. zone. That's okay. I like Gronk, uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Raiders in this one. I think um I think they've surprised a few of the good teams in the league with their play.
1: At um, times up and coming. Yeah. Josh
0: Jacobs looks good. Waller looks good. I mean, Derek Carr doesn't look terrible. Yeah, they're up and down. Yeah. They are up and down. Which which Raiders team will show up? But again, I am playing catch up here.
1: I mean, they're probably riding high after yeah. beating Plus, the Chiefs,
0: but it pisses me off that we lost.
1: Is it know. too is it possible for their head to get a little bit too big and think, oh, we oh, just took down the Chiefs and now we can't do Yeah, play the I mean same. of course,
0: of course, but uh aren't the Raiders coming off of a bye? Are they coming off of a bye? Did they play last week? I'm not I can't remember if they did or not.
1: No, I don't think they did because yeah, I think they
0: were coming off of a bye. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Boy, Tampa Bay gets lucky, man. They get two teams coming off of buys.
1: Yeah. And what happened when yeah, oh, the Packers I mean, you came off that of that. Ass,
0: that's okay. well, You know
1: what we didn't talk about, which I brought this up before, and I don't know if you like heard me or cared what I had to say, but you can't always look at a buy as a good thing. When, you, no, when you're, you're right. hot and you're yeah. rolling and then, boom, you stop yeah. and you, you take a week off from that, that break can sometimes hurt you if it happens at the wrong time. And I think it did. I'm not saying that the Packers are – you know, doomed, but I think the bye didn't help them in this case. No, so, I mean, LaFleur
0: even said yeah. he said we practice like shit, yeah. so, and it showed.
1: So, anyway, so I got Tampa Bay, you of the Raiders. The yeah. last pick will be uh, so Chicago versus um, Los Angeles Rams. We're both on the Rams here,
0: yeah. I struggled with this pick, yeah, um, because I really like Chicago this year. I like what they're Ooh, doing defensively. You hear yourself, I, I hear myself, but I'm trying to talk football. <laughs> Listen, when it comes down to it, like I said a few weeks ago, that defense was going to wake up. And when they woke up, boy, they woke up. Mm-hmm. That quarter, quarterback tandem is number one in the league right now. Khalil Mack's getting pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Hakeem Hicks is getting pressure up the middle. Um, the linebackers are flying around. They're making teams have to change and adapt to what they're doing. And when your defense can do that, when your defense can force the other team to come off their game mm-hmm. plan and start going – Oh shit, we gotta draw something up in the dirt because everything we're doing is not working. That's a bad place to be in in the yeah. middle of a game.
1: Well, and then you you have teams finally figuring out how to slow down Aaron Donald. Right. Um, so when you take away Aaron Donald right. on the defensive side for the Rams. Right.
0: We're both talking like we should have picked Chicago.
1: I well, I
0: <laughs> kind of
1: but I, I guess what I didn't say yet about Chicago is that I just don't feel confident in them as a consistent like um contender. Right. If you will. Okay. I mean, I do think that like having the you know, the fact that they're leading the NFC North right now, um, maybe gives them something to like fuel their fire and keep right. uh, keep the pad- pedal to the metal. Yeah, I mean they're five but, and one. But but they're just they're they're a team that I don't feel like has Necessarily a firm identity yet they did just switch to Nick Foles a couple weeks ago after yep. starting with Trubisky. Maybe they maybe they figure it out and they they keep the wheels going and they become more consistent. But I just don't see them as a consistent team right now. So
0: here's my reason for picking the Rams. I think um I think the defense comes to play this week. Yeah, and I think it's just too much for the Bears offense. Yeah. I think this game is going to come down to a field goal. It's going to be low scoring. I mean, 2017.
1: Okay. Maybe. It's a must win for the Rams. It too. is an yeah.
0: absolute win. And you know, I like that. Mm-hmm. When it's an absolute win, it's gut check time. Yeah. So, because if the Rams lose this one, they've now dropped, what, three to the NFC? Yeah. That's not a good way to get into the wild card when you're in such a competitive division where any. Game matters because it could come down to nine and six, nine and six, nine and six, nine and six, and who had more division wins, who had more conference wins. These are tiebreakers to get into the playoffs and the wild card positions. Must win for them. Chicago can afford to lose it. Um, I don't think they come in with that mindset, but I just think that the Rams' defense is more effective against the Chicago offense than the Chicago right. defense will be against the Rams offense.
1: Right. Makes sense to me.
0: <clears throat> so that's where my that's where I'm at. I don't like the way that tastes. I don't like talking about Chicago in such a good limelight. But it is what it well, is. Nick, I like, Dick Nick is oh, just God. swinging you around. You had to say it. Ew, it. I stop. love it. I'm going to say it until there. I'm going to say it at least up until the green bacon. Man, you
1: really hurt my ears. <laughs> you want to know what tastes good to me? <laughs>
0: oh, 59. Whoa! 59 can't say 52. that after I talk about bowls like that.
1: Oh, come, come on. on. That stop. You're, terrible. Oh, now you're just making it weird. Stop.
0: Sorry, mom. Fifty
1: nine to fifty two is the lead that I have over you on the season so far. So you talk about making up some ground. You're gonna have to start working at that because oh, no. I got a seven game lead on you right now. I think now. I can only
0: catch you three games this week.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. They don't come easy and they don't come no, quick. You have don't. to you have to chip away at them every week and uh, <laughs> see. <laughs> all right, this is a good stopping point. Stop. So, we only got fifty two seconds left.
0: <laughs> speaking of 52.
1: Oh, my god, here we go you know what i if we listen i'm gonna apologize listeners because
0: i'm fired up i'm yeah. revved up right now this monster zero got me going a thousand miles an
1: hour okay i'm gonna okay. push it up. no no nope, i'm not gonna use Packer to Nation.
0: It. go pack go we will rebound baby
1: all right take care y'all
0: see ya